Tino mai, Heidi mai, ki tēnei hōtaka. Welcome to the panel on RNZ National. Wallace chatting with you. Just some traffic for you. Uh, this is for Canterbury. Due to a serious crash, State Highway 77 is closed near the intersection with Coleridge Road. The police uh, serious crash unit has been notified. The road is expected to remain closed for several hours. Avoid the area. Delay your journey. Also, State Highway 23 west of Hamilton. Uh, State Highway 23 is under traffic management near the intersection with Highbrook Way. Uh, Fata Fata expects some delays in the area there too. On the show, forget deciles and schools. That's gone. The word is now barriers. We give you an explainer on that just after 4pm. Also, we take a look at the latest child poverty stats out today. 36,000 more children in poverty, siblings sharing uniforms and shoes, petrol costs affecting attendance. And 13 years to the day and... Christchurch Central City still peppered with vacant sites and derelict buildings, but with some fancy new precincts. For Cantabrians, how do you feel uh, Ototahi is 13 years on from the quakes? Get in touch with us. And in an absolutely fascinating legal case that we've covered before, if you're an artist, a painter, sculptor, and in a relationship, if you break up, is the art that you made your own, or part of relationship property. we explain a bit later on. And there was a really great read in the Australian News, Wise, on how school lunches have changed over the years. Um, that can be quite fancy now, but what did you take in your lunch, and what was the treat? I'll start. For me, it was luncheon sausage and tomato sauce sandwiches and a Sally Lunn from the tuck shop once every two weeks. Great days. What about you? Text me 2101. You can email the panel at rnz.co.nz. With me, Ruth Money, victim's advocate. Kia ora, Ruth. Kia ora. You can relate to that. <laughs> I can relate treat, to Sally that. Lunn is a treat from the tuck well, shop. Well, actually, the whole luncheon sausage with tomato sauce was actually my treat. <laughs> the other kids had that, and I wanted it so badly. Yeah, well... Mm. Thank goodness they're not around. Uh, that takes it back, doesn't it? 2101 with us also, Peter, Peter Field, Associate Professor, History at the University of Canterbury. Peter, welcome to the program. Yes, uh, I'm glad. I think I'm here for diversity, too, because I'll, <laughs> yes, I'll have to about school lunches in the United States. I can't wait to hear what you brought to your school. Uh, anyway, let's uh, get into it. After four long years, the BNZ Auckland Lantern Festival is finally back and kicking off Today, uh, three years in a row, the event was cancelled due to COVID-19 restrictions and it was all set to return last year before the floods over Auckland Anniversary Weekend put a stop to it. But coming back strong, though, with a lantern display featuring more than 500 lanterns plus a giant 30-metre-long Year of the Dragon Lantern, It'll all happen at the Monaco Sports Bowl from today until Sunday the 25th. To tell us a bit more uh, and to get us all hyped up for these celebrations after so long, we have Jip Savali, Group Manager, Major Events at Tataki Auckland Unlimited. Marlon Jip. How, uh, How are you all? Great to have you here. You know, it's when I saw this, I thought, I've got to talk about this because the Auckland Lantern Festival, for many Aucklanders, including me, it means something. It's special. And mm-hmm. it was. it is such 
a riveting display of light and theatre and food. And we've missed it, Chip. We've missed it so much. I know. Um, and, and you're absolutely right, Wallace. I mean, it's been four long years. Um, and the Chinese community, the pan-Asian community, and all of Tamaki Makoto are, are just chomping at the bit to bring this festival back to Tamaki Makoto. And we here at Tataki, um, Auckland Unlimited, are really excited to be bringing it back to Tamaki Makoto. It's been a long, long, long time since we've uh, brought this significant festival back. Did it take a bit of time to get the gears running, get everything, all the set, play, set pieces in place again, Jeb, or did you have the structure already formed? Well, at Tartaki Auckland Unlimited, we're, we're very lucky in the major events team we have, I guess, the, the structure formed, but you never run an event until you've run an event, right? Yeah. And so after four years, I mean, it's the biggest cultural festival in the country. So when you run a major event like that that kind of garners 174,000 people, you kind of need a little bit of infrastructure and a little bit of mouth out to run it. And so we're very lucky at uh, Tataki Auckland Unlimited. We have a great team that supports us administratively. But then it's actually operationalising it into the venue and making that come to life. And um, I can tell you what, Wallace, we, we did a test last night of all the uh, lanterns and it was magical. I'm getting the chills. I'm getting chills, Ruth, just thinking about it. The Lantern Festival is so special to everybody in Tamaki Makoro, but also I I suspect people may well travel up and down the Motu to see it. Would that be right, Jet? Yeah, absolutely. One of the the main remits for Tataki Auckland Unlimited is to produce these major festivals at scale so that we're not only uh, producing significant cultural festivals for our community, but we're also reaching and targeting those that are outside of our region. And dare I say it, that COVID did uh, put stop to everything. And so we're really touting now those that are abroad, further afield, our Australian neighbours in the Western Island of Australia, and um, just, just those that are really interested in coming uh, to see Lantern Festival coming back to life. So I can't say it enough. I've said it a lot this week, and I know my team is sick of hearing me say it, but we're, we're really excited to be bringing this festival back. Now, Peter, you're not in Auckland, but I know that uh, you're lucky and that Christchurch has a number of um, you know, very big and very cool festivals. I mean, have you been That's to the right. Lantern Festival in Auckland at all? That's great. And Jep can certainly speak to the fact that the combination of things here is wonderful because it's it's the Chinese New Year, it's the Year of the Dragon, yeah. and light and luminescence and fire is such a wonderful, universal human idea. I, I trust that's part of your inspiration here, Jep. Oh, 100%. I mean, this festival in Tamaki Makoto started in the year 2000. Ironically, it started the Year of the Dragon. Um, and so here we are two full zodiac cycles later, um, and plus a four-year hiatus, we're bringing it back on such an auspicious uh, year, the Year of the Dragon. Yeah. So we're certainly, uh, we will have physical fire out here just to um, unveil our 30-metre-long dragon. Wow. Um, and so with that, you know, we've got some really exciting things that um, the public are familiar with, but there's also some new things, and um, we're really excited to be unveiling them.
I've got to say, Jim, I do like uh, what Peter said about that notion of light and luminescence because if there's one mm-hmm. thing that really resonates with the Lantern Festival, you you can just go to any display and you can look at it for hours and you just go, wow, man. Uh, you know, there's, there's, something, there's something about light in the evening that it just, you know, it's even better than a fireworks display. It's really quite, it's actually quite magical, isn't it, Jeff? Yeah, it is. And I, honestly, if I had enough video uh, content to be able to share to the entire country, last night's testing of all of the lanterns, <laughs> I just, I, it just really blew me away how significant, um, once dusk and day turns to night, how significant these lanterns become. Um, it never, and it really does illuminate the park and the venue. It never photographs or videos the same though, right? Like you do I just know. want to be standing there and mesmerised by it. And I think that helps... I also think that the festival helps just mental health across the community. You know, it gives us connection. Right. It gives us something point. to look yeah. forward to and engage again <laughs> with rather than, you know, being locked away. Kind of, We're, we're humans. We need interaction, interaction, I'm sure. I can recall, Jeff, when it was at Albert Park, you had about sort of 30,000 people there. How many are you expecting at Monaco Sports Bowl? Well, it's been four long years. Um, the last time we ran it was um, in 2019. There were 174,000. We're going to be really conservative um, and look at 100,000 over the four days. Um, there are some new things that we got to look forward to. Um, obviously, it's in a new venue, a new part of Tamaki Makoto, and we're really excited to be unveiling not only, I guess, um, this festival back to um, Auckland, but also um, within the new venue. It's, it's beautiful. It really is. On a final note, I must uh, I must sort of uh, acknowledge the the, 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 the you know, truly tragic news yesterday. Obviously, the passing of Fa'anana Efeso Collins. Um, you know, he was uh, part of the Auckland community, the Monaco community. Uh, will that be addressed? Acknowledged? What was the? Will that impact the event at all? Yeah, look, you're absolutely right, and um, it's with us at heart that we um, acknowledge our dear friend. Fatnana Fessel Collins, um, in particular at this time, his wife and his two beautiful daughters. Um, I knew Fatnana personally, um, as did many people here in the Otara Papatoi region, and um, I've spoken to Ko Matua this afternoon actually about what we um, say and do in that space, and we really want to dedicate um, our offering to that because he was a big advocate for um, festivals such as this um, to right. happen in South Auckland, and so. Today, um, we acknowledge the festival's passing um, and we acknowledge the mahi that he has done over countless years in this region. And uh, the Lantern Festival will remember him in the opening ceremony. And so it's really poignant um, that we acknowledge uh, such a, um, an awesome human being and the mana and the mahi with which he contributed to this important part of Tamaki Makoto. So, yeah, you're absolutely right in acknowledging that. When you read the characteristics of the Year of the Dragon, it um, and I don't know what his star sign was at all, but um, it rings really, really true and very relevant for him to to sleep in peace. Jep, yeah. thank you for your time. Uh, all the best for tonight, and uh, hope to uh, see you there or be there um, uh, at the Slanton Festival. Perfect. Thanks so much for your time, guys. Really that's, appreciate it. Hope to see you guys here. Indeed. Absolutely. Uh, that's uh, Jeff Subbali. Uh, Jennifer says, just so you know, Wallace Palmerston North is having a Lantern Festival celebration tomorrow night, followed by the huge Festival of the Cultures. So that's a really great point. It's not just Auckland. There are other uh, equally wonderful festivals around the country. Uh, loving your um, the lunches you had back in the day, because they're a bit of social history, aren't they? Manu says... 
Okay, Marmite and grated walnut sandwiches and a packet of Cinderella... Uh-oh. <laughs> packet of Cinderella raisins and a banana is just the memories come yes, flooding back with those true. Cinderella raisins. <laughs> Very good. Um, by lunchtime, the Canterbury heat had turned it to dry curly bread and the soft black banana. Very good. All right, time for keep those coming. Uh, what did you have for lunch back in the day? What was your treat at the duck shop? 2101. Uh, Ruth Money, take it away. What's your IBT? Well, first of all, I want to shout out to my hometown of Christchurch, Ōtotahi, because mm. I have been thinking of you, well, think of you all the time, but certainly think of you today um, on an anniversary of something that has reshaped us and you. Um, now, my I've been thinking, I want to encourage anyone who travels, and I know there's lots of you with mahi motels, hotels, I really need you to swipe the toiletries, please. So the little combs, <laughs> the shampoos, the soaps, the conditioners, the toothbrushes, depending on whether you're in a fancy place or not. Um, what I do is when I'm travelling, I swipe them, I take them home, I chuck them in a bag in the bottom of my wardrobe, and when that bag is full, I drop them off at um, Shine, Women's Refuge, the Aunties, Battered Women's Trust in Christchurch. There are many, many, many places up and down the country who really need those toiletries to be able to help people rehome. Children, men, women. Doesn't matter who we're helping, we just need to grab those toiletries. Um, so they're part of your package, so please do it. You're not stealing, um, but it will be a, a yeah. It's Amazing. a massive help. We might even come back to it tomorrow. I've never thought of this initiative. I've never heard of this initiative because I always take them home and never use them. So, you know, you've got the well, cupboard full. I'm coming round and I'm going to swipe them and I will add them to my collection. There's a shopping bag full for you. Good oh, man. You do keep clean, Rollis, don't you? Well, I, yeah, I do. I, I, <laughs> <laughs> I take a little bit out. It might be a bit used, exactly. Uh, very good. Nice one, Ruth. Thank you. Okay. Uh, Peter Field. I've well, of course, it, it's hard to follow because it's always so. I'm always so grateful to Ruth, who's always thinking of other people. You notice, Wallace, it's just Aww. a wonderful, beautiful yeah, thing. Yeah, that's true. That's um, for me, uh, of course, I, I tend to think more sociologically and broadly mm. political, as boring as that is. And so, of course, we're all thinking a lot about the whole world deserving a better U.S. president or a U.S. president that's competent. And um, I think the Democrats are really struggling now with, with Joe Biden, and we're looking more and more at a race of Biden and Trump. And I don't want to bring the audience down, so let me think of a way to bring them up. Um, evidently, um, even the Democrats now are, are floating a lot of balloons. So we might find that Joe Biden decides not to run. And if you were a betting person now, the number one Democrat would give you the best odds right now for November 5th, Obama. And I don't mean Barack because he's not allowed to run for oh. re-election. We have an amendment. Wow. I mean Michelle Obama. Amazing. And that is a something to think about. That now. really is uh, an amazing. I've been thinking because I've never thought of that. Um, Michelle Obama versus Donald Trump. Oh. Just think about that. <laughs> Just think about that. See, how you, would that be? You bring the goods, Peter. You how, bring the goods. How would that be on the? I'm just. I'm closing my eyes and thinking about the debate. I'm thinking about the podium right now. Um, interesting, Peter. What of um, Donald Trump? How do you imagine the year unfolding for him? Well, I, I guess the the one thing is, um, I guess always making jokes. Could you imagine that if we actually had sort of a, a release program from jail? 
You know how you can go out and work in the day and you have to go back at night? He can go to the White House during the day, but he has to go back to jail every night. Um, I hope not. Well, watch the space. How about that? Listeners, what do you think about that? Uh, um, Could Michelle do it? Uh, Michelle Obama versus Donald Trump. Um, Wonderful, wonderful responses from you all about, uh, well, actually lots of things, actually, including how you feel 13 years on about Ototahe Christchurch from the earthquakes that uh, just after four with Ruth Money and Peter Field. Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, FDA approved for over 20 years. So, talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com.